0: Welcome Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello and welcome back to the Lattes and Lifting Podcast. It's me, Coach Jill, hanging out with you guys, and I have a very exciting solo episode for you guys today because we have yet another voicemail. I don't think you guys truly understand how excited Jess gets when we get voicemails. So if you do it for no other reason, do it for her pure joy and excitement of getting to listen to a voicemail. I honestly think it's super cool that we have this feature and that you guys are able to send in questions in another way. Obviously, if you don't want to leave us a voicemail, <laughs> you can always shoot us a DM and we're happy to answer questions that way too, but it's pretty cool to be able to chat with you guys, hear your voice, get to know our listeners on the other side, and this voicemail has a couple really great questions in it. A couple questions about protein intake and some myths around lemon water, which is one of Well, both of my favorite topics to talk about and debunk. So we are going to get right into the voicemail and then we will chat all about it. So take a listen.
1: Hey team, I've been an avid listener of Lattes and Lifting for a couple months now. I've listened to every episode and I have a couple of questions. Um, The first one being, how much protein does a person need to eat? I've heard that you need to do, you need to eat enough protein for how much you want to weigh or like how much you do weigh. So like if someone wants to weigh 140 pounds, they have to eat 140 pounds or 140 grams of protein. Um, So I want you to debunk that or help me understand the science behind why that is the way it is or if that's wrong. And the second question is, is lemon water three times more hydrating than regular water? I heard someone say that somewhere, and I can't find the science to back it or not back it, so I thought I'd say hi. My name's Victoria. I'm out of Calgary, Alberta, and I think you guys are pretty cool, and yes, you can.
0: First of all, thank you so much, Victoria, for sending in a voicemail and sharing your questions with us. It's nice to know that we're not just talking the air out there there is people on the other end thank you for enjoying the podcast and being a listener for a while Um, we appreciate you being here and i'm so excited to answer your questions so let's start with the protein side of things which i think protein intake in general in the health and fitness world is a big question and a lot of us get pretty stressed about it like a lot lot of people are like, oh, I know I need to eat more protein, or I don't get enough protein in my day, or how much protein am I supposed to be eating? I think it's a big conversation all the time. So I love that you asked that, and let's dive into it a little bit. I think there's a few different things to consider when we're talking about protein intake, and I think the first thing to consider is your activity level. Yeah, let's start there, (laughs) your activity level. So somebody who has a pretty, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A pretty non-active, stagnant. Is that the right word? Sure, let's go with that. Um, Let's say, I'll word it this way. If you are somebody who has an office job, you sit most of the day, you go home, uh, you don't have kids to look after, you don't have a dog to walk, you don't go to the gym, and you just kind of hang out at home, Your protein intake is going to look a lot different than somebody like me, for example. Um, I walk my own dog. I sometimes walk other people's dogs. I go to the gym and do my workout. I either run or do cardio every day. And I try to keep myself moving throughout the day. Or maybe somebody who has like a general labor job where they are moving a lot throughout the day. So depending on your activity level is going to depend on how much protein you want. Because obviously if you are more sedentary, that's the word I was looking for. You're not going to need as much protein as somebody who is fairly active or somebody who is lifting weights, playing sports, that kind of stuff. So I think that's the first thing to consider. Then the second thing to consider would be what your goal is. If your goal is to lose some fat, we probably want to have a higher protein intake because that's what's going to, keep us full, help with muscle recovery, help with muscle building, etc. It's going to do that with anything, but especially if we have a fat loss goal, it's going to be extra important to make sure our protein intake is where we want it to be so that we can make sure we are full and getting the nutrients we need. If your goal is to just kind of stay the same way you are right now, you can decrease protein a little bit and then As well, if your goal was to build a bunch of strength, we want to make sure that protein is where we need it to be as well so that we can um, build muscle, recover quickly, all that jazz. You could get into body types and what mesomorphs, ectomorphs, endomorphs need, which I think is a pretty cool conversation, but we can save that for another day if it's something you are interested in and learning more about how to cater nutrition um to your body type we can chat about that another day but we'll stick with just protein so the end all question how much protein do we actually need in a day again considering your goals is going to be important um it is pretty common that you'll hear like, oh, one gram for every pound of lean body mass um, or one gram for however much you want to weigh. And I do think that can be like a pretty general rule where you can kind of think of like, hey, what's my ideal weight going to be? But that's not always the best way to go about it because I think especially as adults we kind of have a skewed idea of what we should be at or what we want our weight to be at. So instead I would stick with a little bit more of a range. So here's some science for you. People who exercise regularly usually need more protein. We already talked about that. So then you would be looking at like 1.1 to 1.5 grams per kilogram. So again, figuring out what you are in kilograms. Um, If you're lifting weights, training, running, or anything like that, you want to bump it up a little bit more. So 1.2 to 1.7. Excessive protein intake would be like more than two grams per kilogram of body weight. So Um, There's some ranges in there, but I also think you can keep it nice and simple. And I always aim for at least 30 grams of protein with every single one of my meals, I'm usually eating three meals a day. So that gets me to 90 grams right there. Um, I know for a fact that my breakfast is always between like the 40 to 50 grams of protein range. So that puts me at about 100 grams right there and then protein with every snack. So let's say in total, that's going to add another 40 grams of protein to my day. Um, so you can set goals based on meals as well, if that feels a little bit easier for you versus like doing the math, but you're more than welcome to do the math as well. If you're not super active, if you're not lifting weights, if you're not training for anything, I would say you can go as low as that like 0.8 per kilogram. And then if you are more active, lifting weights, need some recovery, you're looking at that like 0.5, 0.7 grams. So um, if you want to do some math, you can do it that way. I would say no less than 100 grams. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're up to. I don't care what you're doing. Even a sedentary, non-active person, we should be aiming for at least 100 grams of protein a day. That is the absolute bare minimum for every single one of my clients, no matter their activity level, because that is just above that, like 30 grams at every meal. And that's going to be a really good base for hunger, energy, proper food combination. Um, and yeah, all those things throughout the day anyways. And then if you are someone who's active, you want to make sure you're prioritizing a little bit more protein. So for example, right now I am, well, I don't know how much I weigh, cause I don't weigh myself, but I'm five foot four and a half if that matters for anyone. I work out anywhere from four to five times a week, plus daily walks, plus either a walk or a run after every single one of my workouts. And right now in a calorie deficit, having a fat loss goal, my protein intake is at I think 155 grams a day. So you might be like, whoa, that's a lot of protein. But I'm also somebody who's been consistently working out for many years. My protein intake was not always that high, but that is a number that actually makes me feel full, satisfied, and good at the end of my day. I'm not getting to my end of the day with a lot of hunger cues. I'm not getting to the end of my day needing a bunch more nutrition or a bunch of late-night snacks. So I think keeping those things in mind can be a good judge of whether you're getting enough protein or not. 98% of the time, if someone comes to me, and they are getting a lot of hunger cravings at night or they feel like they're really binge eating at night once we dive into it there's just not enough protein in their day so if you're noticing a lot of hunger cues at night try to bump up that protein um Full transparency for me to hit my 155 grams of protein a day, I use a protein powder. And I know some people are very like, oh, only get it from Whole Foods. If that's the way you want to live your life, cool, live your life that way. But it makes it a lot easier for me to hit my protein goal if I have a protein powder that I can throw into oats or smoothies or just drink by itself. Um, I put protein powder both in my oatmeal and then had a fair life shake later today. So that is technically two protein not whole food protein sources in a day, but it makes my life that much easier to hit my protein goals. So in general, step one, consider your goal and your activity level. If you are super active and you have a fat loss goal, you want to be fairly high protein. If you are not very active and have a fat loss goal, you want to be fairly high protein. If you have any sort of fat loss goal, you want to be pretty high protein. If you are looking to build strength, you should be fairly high protein. If you're just kind of hanging out and you're pretty sedentary, don't need to be as high. Aim for that 30 grams at every meal plus protein with your snacks. Um, 100 grams is the absolute bare minimum no ifs, ands, or buts, no matter what you're up to, and then add on from there for every other factor. So fat loss goal, you're adding on some protein. Activity level, you're adding on some protein. Or like I said, feel free to use those ranges. I would say about 1.1 to 1.5 grams per kilogram is a good measuring unit. Let me test that theory right now. I'm going to do a rough guess of how much I weigh, and then divide by 2.2 to get my kilograms. Um, 82 times. Let's go 1.3 for my protein goal. 82 times. I'm doing live math. Uh, 1.3. Oh, that's low. Okay. um so yeah that put me at 106 which like i said is the absolute bare minimum but i know that i am an active individual so i'm gonna bump that protein up um so i would say that like point. 5 to 1.7 is going to be more accurate if you are somebody who is active. Um, I hope that helps with the protein. I know I gave you a few different options for kind of like tracking it and how to figure it out, but it really depends how seriously you want to take it. If you're someone who tracks macros or not, or if you're just looking for a general idea, um, protein at every single meal, no ifs, ands, or buts, and with most snacks. If you want, I actually just put out a TikTok over on my TikTok (laughs) Um, that I filmed a what I eat in a day to hit my 160 grams of protein goal. So you can get some ideas of what that looks like in terms of amount of food, types of food, um, and how I'm fitting that all into my day with foods I still enjoy. Part two of your voicemail. Is lemon water three times more hydrating? Like I said, lemon water is one of my absolute favorite topics because I don't know how it got to be the superior creation that can solve all these problems. The three times more hydrating I've heard before. I also hear a lot about lemon water and its effects on digestion. Myth busting. Neither is true. (laughs) Nothing about lemon water makes it any more hydrating than regular water. Nothing about lemon water makes it good for your digestive health. So two myths busted in one. Um, One of the only benefits you're going to get, well, a benefit of drinking lemon water is sometimes it's nice to have some lemon in your cold water on a hot summer day. Um, The other benefits you're going to get from lemon water is it will have a little bit of vitamin C, some antioxidants, and some citrate. Uh, But honestly, you need to be putting quite a bit of lemon in there to get the benefits. Um, yes, if putting lemon in your water causes you to drink more water, then it's going to keep you more hydrated, but nothing about lemon specifically makes it any more hydrating. So if you enjoy the taste of lemon water, continue to drink it, but please do not drink it because you think it's more hydrating, or please do not drink it because you think it's solving your digestive health. Neither of those are true. Uh, The reason you couldn't find any science to back it is because there isn't any, (laughs) Um, and the reason you probably couldn't find any science to not back it is because there's probably not been a lot of studies done specifically on that, Um, but sometimes you got to dig into like the Google Scholar (laughs) archives, but um, yeah, lemon water, not any more hydrating, also does nothing special for your digestion, so drink it if you enjoy it, if you don't enjoy it, then don't drink it. I hope that answered your questions. I hope that gave you some guidance on protein. If you have any more questions, comments, concerns, you can shoot me a DM over on Instagram at coachjill.april. And that is also where you'll find me on TikTok if you want to catch the video of what I eat in a day. If anyone else is listening and this sparked any questions, comments, concerns that you might have or any myths that you've seen floating around the internet, Feel free to either send us a DM over at Lattes and Lifting Podcast or shoot us a voicemail. If you don't want your voicemail shared on the podcast, you can always request that in your voicemail as well, and we can just listen to it and answer your questions. So thank you again, Victoria, for sending in a voicemail and asking your questions. Thank you for your support. I have a little challenge for our podcast right now, and that is to get us to um, more subscriptions. So I have a little number goal in mind that I would love to get us, um, to in terms of subscribers. So I would love if you would share it with a friend, um, if you would post on your Instagram story and tag us, if you would share one of our Instagram posts, whatever, works best for you. But any and all support is greatly appreciated. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for the voice memos. Thank you for the support. And don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. I'll catch you guys later. Love you. Bye.